something something itsy bitsy spider as Octavia races to the temple vault to find her family. Are they there? Are they okay? And what does Crag want with them anyway? Welcome to me, my spouse, and a die. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Me, My Spouse, and a Die. I'm Gwyneth, your resident Asimar, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair. And I'm Austin, your resident Dungeon Master. Me, My Spouse, and a Die is a family-friendly actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast, where we follow our hero, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair, through her adventures in the continent of Mawir, a land that has been ravaged by a war with monsters for 15 years. So, next week at this time, December 2, 2020, I can't believe it'll be December already, we are going to be launching our 100th episode anniversary celebratory celebratory giveaway. <laughs> I mentioned it last week. We are going to be giving away a set of custom-made dice from the talented hands of the twins over at D20. We're also going to be giving away a copy of Tasha's Cauldron of Everything. And something I'm really excited about, we are going to be giving away a, uh, a custom commission by Manu um, over, on, over on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow them. Um, and so keep tuned to to our social medias, both Instagram and Twitter, for rules of entry. We are just so excited. We think this is a really great lineup. Um, D20 made these amazing dice. We're ex really excited about Tasha's, and we're really excited about this idea of y'all being able to get a custom commission of your OC, of yourself, of a friend, I guess. It doesn't necessarily have to be an OC, original character. Um, CW's OC. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, so that will be launching December 2, 2020 stay tuned well with that out of the way i have a formal request for for a change going forward uh whenever you refer to me uh i request that you use my proper title which is uh, dr dungeon master or rather <laughs> if you prefer uh dungeon master phd <laughs> so just just going forward i i demand the respect i have worked Five and a half years to achieve. Just kidding. Please, no one do that. That's so pretentious. I mean, I do kind of like Dungeon Master PhD. It's it not pretty bad. Fun. It's not bad. It's pretty fun. Not bad. So for uh, Austin successfully defended his PhD thesis last week. Woo. Woo! After so many years of study and Woo. work. Yeah. You you want to go and get another PhD, don't you, my love? Never. <laughs> I'm still questioning if this one was the right choice. So. Doesn't everyone who's just about to graduate from grad school? Uh, I I don't know. Presumably not. <laughs> Presumably, some people know know what they know what the, the end is. I don't. So we'll see. We'll see. A couple years down the road, if I'm like, man, that was a waste of five years, or I don't know. Maybe maybe it'll all be worth it in the end. But at least I have some letters after my name now. <laughs> well, you were very hard. I think you did a really good job. Thank I'm you. sure it will be worth it. I know it gave us the flexibility to do what we needed mm -hmm, to do mm -hmm. while I was in grad school. Mm -hmm. So it, I'm sure was not a net loss. Yeah. Yeah. So there, there we have it. Just uh, keep, keep that in mind when you're uh, addressing correspondences to me. 
Well, why don't you give a little brief blurb about what your PhD is in, my love? Uh, chemistry. And I don't really want to go any more in detail than that because <laughs> it's such, you know, PhDs are always like you start out with broad science and then you narrow it down to a point where like 20 people in the world do what you do. And so it's like, hmm, what are what are the practical applications of this? Well, dear listener, that's an excellent question. And that's what I'm trying to figure out now. So I, I, I don't really want to uh, want to give another thesis because I want to put that all behind me. <laughs> move on to the next stage in my life. So understandable. Yeah. I listened to uh, it was all via Zoom, of course. So I was it was great because I was able to tune into uh, your you know presentation before the actual like, you know, mm-hmm. defense part. And wow, his, pres- his his PowerPoint was very beautiful, very very well done. Um, and yes, that that is about as much as I was able to gather. As the hard sciences are mm. not my forte. Look, if anyone really wants to know what I do, you can look me up on Google Scholar, and you can find <laughs> all, all the of papers my you've written. So good good luck. Have fun. <laughs> And the beautiful graphics that you've done. That's true. He's made very beautiful uh, like pictures of his work, which mm-hmm. have graced the covers of different publications, which this is pretty is impressive. Yeah. yeah. He's the one who made our logo and everything mm-hmm. with your capable graphic design. True. Also true. So, so yeah. that's not nothing to sneeze at. No, I guess not. <laughs> Dungeon Master PhD. I so really like that. There's There's my little brag. And now I will continue to not talk about myself. As I tend to do. You're very humble, which I really like. So humble. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) That's all I got. I can't. I can't even properly properly do this. So that that goes to show how much I love to to talk about in my life. (laughs) I shouldn't just be laughing, but this is just such an. You're accurate. <laughs> no, you're good. When I first joined the group, people didn't even know I was engaged for like several months because I just I do not talk about myself unless I'm very comfortable with you as a person. Mm-hmm. And it takes me a long time to get to that point. Mm-hmm. So I know I met because yeah. we, ha- we had some lunch with your colleagues relatively mm-hmm. soon after you joined and they were all like, oh, hey, you exist and you're engaged. Mm-hmm. Not just like, you know, a, a significant other. But yeah, yeah, it was kind of funny. Yep, that's that's me. It's like pulling teeth. Well, good thing you're not a dentist. Or, or I'd have or to be in school thing. for... How long do dentists go to school? Probably longer, right? Or are they shorter? I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, because I think I think med school is like an additional four years after undergrad, but then you have your residency, which is but like is, a couple is, years. Is dentistry the same as that? I think so. It's just maybe not as intense. Because you only have to like memorize the mouth instead of everything, right? But I thought that they were still like maybe they're not MDs, maybe they're doctors. No, they're DDSs. Of, oh, okay. So I I don't know then actually. Yeah, I don't know. If anyone's a dentist, first of all, no offense, you're a real <laughs> doctor, Re- realer than I am anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, no, for sure. semantics. Mm, yeah, mm, yeah. Mm. Realer than I am at least. Realer than. Anyways. <laughs> uh yeah, fantasy worlds. Let's get back into that. <laughs> All right. Let's get back into the stuff I'm comfortable speaking about <laughs> to some extent. If that is a thing. Anyway, um you're a spider. I am a spider. The uh giant D20 I use to keep the buttons pressed down on my music uh 
like keypad thing rolled to a, a natural one. So just we'll see. We'll see if that forebodes anything for this episode. I don't know. Maybe I mean, maybe, maybe for you, but good for me. Hey now. Maybe. Maybe. Hey now. Hopefully. No. You're a spider. Yes. You're in a pipe. Yes. Itsy bitsy spider. <laughs> I know. I was. Up I was thinking of an that. Incense spout. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, you just got in into the library on the seventh floor of this tower. Mm-hmm. Your main goal is the basement. Uh, your your main trajectory right now is the basement, where the massive incense furnace is that distributes it through this pipework to the entirety of the tower. So it's dark and smells kind of spicy in here. What are you doing? Well, I would like to use my literal spidey senses to try to navigate away down to the basement. Okay. It's not too complicated. There are some branches off this pipework. Just roll me a survival check. Why don't we? Why don't we do that? Natty 19 for a 25. Yeah. So you managed to crawl down these pipes and find a main like shaft that goes down. Mm-hmm. Just straight down. Okay. I will follow it. Okay. You scuttle. It takes you a while because you're a little tiny spider. Mm-hmm. And you, your sense of how far things are is probably a bit distorted now because you're used to being, you know, five Normal size. and a half feet tall. Yeah. And now you're a couple inches long. So A couple inches? I'm giant. What? Well, a, an, a spider that would be a couple inches long would be a pretty big spider. I was kind of imagining just, you know, like a, like a okay, wee one. an inch. <laughs> Counting legs. <laughs> That's true. Goodness. Don't make me talk about spiders any longer than I have to. Well, that's why I was like, am I a tarantula? When I said a couple, I meant like two. (laughs) Like two inches, like a couple of inches. Mm -hmm. One couple. Couple implying two. Two? Anyway, (laughs) you're a small, tiny, little spider crawling down this pipe. And you go for a while in the darkness, the dampness. You see every, you know, 10 or so feet up. branch out presumably into all of these floors and eventually you come down and the pipe opens up and spits you out into a big like chamber it looks like the inside of you know a furnace or something Mm -hmm. uh it smells kind of dry and more spices and and interesting aromas down here the bottom is covered in a layer of like soot and ash that smells kind of good but also kind of like soot and ash Mm -hmm. and there's uh, a a little like hatch you can see the outline of that people would shovel more stuff into here and then there's you can make out a, a flue for airflow before i go into the you know the the body of the furnace the chamber I have a question. No. (laughs) I would like to take a short rest as a spider. And I've been looking this up in between the last time we recorded and this time. And there is nothing that seems to indicate you can't take a short rest while in wild shape. Because when you short rest, you just have to do nothing more strenuous than, you know, eating, reading, and tending wounds, as said. So, I will say you would regenerate any short rest abilities but you don't get to heal your other body that's fine okay perfect so i'd like to you know kind of take a little short rest uh maybe do some perception checks while i'm resting if that's maybe that's too active too strenuous too strenuous okay um so just kind of gain you know take my take a big little spider breath i mean this is a big workout for a for a wee little wee little chap that i am 
I have a little Newsies cap now all of a sudden. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and I'm uh, Christian Bale. Um, Christian Bale will voice, you know, when we have the television show of this show, if I ever talk in spider form, it will be voiced by Christian Bale playing his, reprising his Newsies role, though. Um, and so after that short rest, I will... Does the flu, I assume, just leads to another pipe going outside, right? Well, it is flu season. <laughs> So I don't get too close to it. No, it's just like a, a a kind of dial that lets more or less air in, depending on how far open it is. Oh, okay. So it's just like a slot. Is it something I could scuttle out of? Yeah. Okay. I would like to scuttle out of it then. Okay. You make your way down. Legs get coated in some of this dust. And you pop out the flu. You look around and you're in a dark room. It's... Uh, not large, but it's not small. It's about big enough to fit this furnace, which looks kind of like an old, you know, train engine thing. Mm-hmm. A big, like, kind of cylindrical thing with pipes coming out the top and a hatch. Uh, leaning on the wall are a few shovels, and there's, like, a couple bins of what you would imagine are, like, these incense pellets that are shoveled in there to be burned. And there's a door that is uh, slightly ajar that leads outward, and that's the only door in here. There are no, like, people in here, right? Correct. Okay. I will scuttle down the side of the furnace and go creepily to the door and take a look out. You scuttle up to the door, which is slightly ajar, and you peer out, and you see a short hallway. At one end is a spiral staircase that leads up. Directly across from this door is another door that is also slightly ajar, but you can't see into it because it's only slight. And then in the hallway going the opposite direction from the stairs, uh, you can sort of see it It opens up into a larger room. And uh, do, no I, door. and I, do I see any other... Do I see any people here? Nope, not okay. immediately. I would... How bright is it down here? Pretty dim. Pretty dim, okay. I would like to scuttle across the hall to look at that other door that's slightly ajar okay scuttle over it's a door that's slightly ajar you peek your little head in and it looks like a storage room of mundanities <laughs> tables chairs um, maybe chests full of extra robes and you know staves and and just things tables extra desks for the classrooms maybe some shelves a couple piles of old textbooks that you know, or three editions out of print, stuff like that. <laughs> okay. All the dishes that they'd use for, for weddings mm-hmm, that are held mm-hmm. there. <laughs> okay. Um, I will then scuttle... There's a dusty balloon arch in the back. <laughs> Some fake flowers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will then scuttle towards that, you know, where the hall opens up into the larger room. Mm-hmm. Okay. You scuttle out down the hall. I mean, stealthily, like, not scuttling, like, oh, You're yeah. pretty stealthy. It's hard to make noise with a spider. Have you ever heard a spider? No. Yeah. That would be terrifying if you did. Yeah, exactly. So, you scuttle down, and you see that most of the light that is in this floor is coming from uh, this, this sort of room. So, after your little spider eyes adjust, you can see that it opens up into... It's not necessarily a full room, but it's more of, like, an antechamber into another room. There are a few sconces on the wall that are... Uh, dimly glowing with with a little bit of torchlight and embers 
and you do see a, an incredibly large, fanciful-looking uh, metal door. Like a vault door, big circular thing, a wheel on the front of it, um, you know, giant, giant hinges, big pistons and things that lock in, and it, it just looks incredibly secure. Uh, on the front of it are some what look like modifications or, or additions to it. They're like kind of slimy, ickery black boxes that are kind of attached into it. You don't know if they're like welded on or just kind of stuck on, uh, but they look like they have keyholes in them. There's two of them, one on sort of each side of this thing. And then standing on each side of uh, the door is a figure, big, tall, kind of purplish skinned, uh, and they have big uh, glaives in each hand and tentacles for a beard. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Two of them standing there, guard, watching. Okay. Can I do a... I know that, um, you know, that cleric had mentioned that the... It doesn't seem like there's, like, divine magic protecting the vault anymore, Mm -hmm. but it seems like some other kind of magic. Can I kind of reach out with, you know, my magic sense and try to sense some magic? Can I do basically an arcana check on it? It is no secret that this door is magical. Okay. Uh, The magic has been replaced with something else, but there, I would say you don't have necessarily enough of a frame of reference to figure out exactly what that might be. Okay. Uh, But, you know, these are obviously devilish creatures yeah so you, that might you know be an indication imply some things there okay tell me about the wall on which the door is installed it's a nice like polished marble okay it's I- all worked stone none of this is natural caverns i assume there are no itsy bitsy cracks anywhere no this is a well sealed, like well hermetically done. sealed vault. vault. Yes. Okay. Do I see keys hanging from the necks of the guards on either side? Roll a perception check. <laughs> Are they glowing like a like a quest item? Ooh, a natural two, four, a twelve. You don't see anything, but. They are also, you know, they have clothes on, so they might be tucked in a pocket or under a jacket. If so, you don't see any, they might have them. They might not. Okay. Can I go over and see if these boxes are magical without getting like two, 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 two clothes? The boxes are on the door. Okay. I mean, can I get like, like on connected the, s- to the door. ceiling above it and look down? What are you trying to find out? Well, basically, is the, are these boxes just like keyholes or... Are they, you know, just mundane keyholes, or are they magical keyholes? I, I don't know what you would want to roll on that. You could roll an arcana, I guess. 24? Yeah, they might be magic, but it's hard to tell. Okay. Is there a key in the vault door as it is currently? Um, Not that you can tell. Or not, not a key. I mean, is it was it opened by key originally? You what can't I see any keyholes okay. from where you are. Can I tell whether these new black boxes go through the door or they're no. just on top? You don't know. Okay. So with Ocrila's Nova, it makes people restrained, right? Wrong one. Oh, right. Yeah, that's just Sulkus. Okay. And when you're restrained, you can... Can't move. 
Disadvantage on attacks. Attacks against you have advantage, I believe. Okay. So if they can't move, they could only attack me if I came into their range. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think I'm going to try it. As as a spider, I'm going to get on the ceiling above these two beasties. Mm-hmm. Would they be within 10 feet of me? Or how high is the ceiling? Yeah. Or I can I can get on the wall, you know. You'll either have to be on the ceiling or on the floor or on the door because they're both on each side of it. Okay. Well, I'll get on the ceiling then kind of in the in the middle of the of the door so mm-hmm. that the circle of 10 feet around me can reach both of them. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Sweaty palms time. All right. And I'm going to use Jasulka's Nova. Mm-hmm. So please make a constitution saving throw. Yep, those are fails. I don't even need to look up the modifier. Oh my gosh. Thank the three. Oof. Okay. So they are both restrained. If you could roll me a d4, or unless you want me to, to decide how many rounds they're restrained. Roll a d4. Four. All right. Uh, we're going to roll some initiative. All right. For Octavia, 17. All right. So the first one, actually, they both have advantage on saving throws against spells and other magical effects. Okay, then. Well. Well, one of them still fails. Okay. The other one, with the advantage, does succeed. Unless your DC is higher than 20. No. Okay. So one of them is frozen immediately. One of them is not. Okay. Helpful to look at stat blocks when you're rolling dice. (laughs) Okay, so uh, it's going to make a roll of stealth check. It's going to make a perception check to try to see this tiny spider that just burst this blast of cold. Natty one for a five. Oh, not a great time to roll a natural one. No, I guess I could re-roll it, actually. I'm, I'm going to. Okay. Natural 15 for a 19. You're very lucky. <laughs> it rolled pretty high. I am lucky indeed. <laughs> Yeah, Literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so it is going to. I think it's just going to move away from the door into like the opposite corner of the room, uh, and just start looking around the area, trying to find you. The other one, who is frozen, but can still attack if it can see you. You rolled a nineteen mm-hmm. for your stealth. Is going to try to spot you. Does not. It is your turn. Okay. Um, how... Oh, the, you, you need to give them damage also. Oh, right. All right, they're both going to take 3d6. Mm-hmm. 11, 4, 4, and 3. Nice. All right, so the one who failed takes the full 11. The one who succeeded takes 5. All right. All right. So the two doors, you know, the one that has the furnace and the one that has, you know, just just the storage closet. How far down the hall are they to the like vault door area? The room with the vault door is about 10 feet deep. And then the hallway is about 15 feet long total. So 17 okay. feet from the door. We'll call it an even 20. Okay. I would like to... Go into one of those rooms. Okay. Would I be able to... So do the doors open 
into the hall or into the rooms? Into the hall, probably. Okay. So I'd kind of like to, as a spider, get behind the door, unwild shape, and I'm going to cast suggestion on the one that is not restrained. Okay. You cannot see him. I'm going to peek around the door. The hallway goes down and then opens up and he's in the corner over here. Oh, didn't you say he went more into the middle of the room? No, I said into the corner of oh, the room. Oh, I totally misheard that then. Yes. And the one is restrained... Right next to the door Right on the next to the side. door on the opposite side. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is his back against the wall in the corner? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is there anything in this room that I could hide behind? Or is it just totally empty? The storage room? Uh, the, the antechamber to the vault. Yeah, it's, it's, big. it's empty. Is there some angle that I can get where I'm standing in the hall and can see the one that is in the corner where the restrained one couldn't see me if I use angles no. properly? No. <laughs> okay. mm-hmm. I guess then I have another question. Mm-hmm. So with suggestion, you know, the, the person has to make a save, mm-hmm. the subject of the spell. I know that I can use suggestion as wild shapes because it is a belt effect. But we I can't. Had this conversation. But I, I know I can't talk in right, so I can't give the command. Mm-hmm. Would I be able to cast the spell, see if it's successful or not, and then wild shape out? Part of casting the spell is giving. Is the giving suggestion. the command. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I just wanted to see the you know the the order mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. things. Sure, sure. We got to make a move here. Okay. I will go into. The hall, mm-hmm. unwild shape, mm-hmm. cast suggestion on the one that's not restrained. Okay. And the command will be, subdue your fellow guard, give me your key and its key, and then... How many suggestions can you give? It's a course of action. A course of action. You can pick one. You can say, subdue your friend, give me your key, or whatever the third one is, but you can't say, do this, this, and then this. It's a third level spell. It's not dominate person. It's suggestion. You get to suggest a course of action. Okay. So let's do give me your key and act like nothing has happened for the foreseeable future. And if someone asks you, tell them everything's fine. Okay. It has advantage because this is a magical effect. Rolled a wisdom save? Yes. 21. Shoot. All right. That's a success. All right, I believe that is your movement, your bonus action, and your action. Yep. All right, it is their turn. All right, so the one in the corner is going to see if he heard you whispering that. Didn't. So it's going to stay where it is and just be prepared in case you are to pop out. The one who is restrained, and this is round two of restrained is going to try to see you because you have a line of vision right right now mm-hmm. so it's going to see if it can actually find you because you're kind of hidden in this doorway mm-hmm. so roll a stealth check <laughs> Octavia as not a spider as you might guess not very stealthy oh wait except I have advantage because of both my cloak and my boots so 13 uh, doesn't see you immediately. Your turn. You're gonna hate this. Probably am. <laughs> Would squirrels be able to, like, find keys in pockets if they're commanded to look specifically for keys and rummage around people's pockets? Probably. Are you gonna summon, like, 
15 squirrels? Maybe. Do you think badgers could do that as well? No. Squirrels have manual dexterity. Badgers... Do you think raccoons could do that? Probably. But raccoons aren't as small to, like, get into nooks and crannies and pockets. True. Okay. I'm going to conjure... I'm going to step behind the door so that I'm fully hidden. Mm-hmm. I'm going to... I guess I should find the stats for either a raccoon or, or a squirrel. Um, I'd like to conjure four squirrels and four raccoons. I assume that they're CR a quarter because... You can't just summon eight of one of those? Well, so my thought is I would like the, the, squir- the two squirrels to go to each guy, try to find their keys. And then I'd like the four raccoons to try to, like, distract the guy who's not restrained to basically make him immovable too. You couldn't just achieve that with a whole bunch of squirrels? I mean, I can only summon eight total. Yeah. Okay, fine. Well, I just think that, you know, if, 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 a, if a raccoon is trying to I'm just worried about your... setting the precedent where you get to choose a certain number of different types of creatures because then you could say, I want one squirrel and one badger and one raven and one well, snake and a frog and a toad. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't say that they have to be... Pick one. I think this is a fair ruling just to keep the game moving at a pace that I am comfortable with. So pick one. Okay. They'll accomplish the same thing. Oh, if they accomplish the same thing, all squirrels. Okay. I don't know what the difference between a squirrel running across my face and a raccoon running across my face would be. Just thinking of size. That was solely the squirrels thought. Squirrels can get pretty big. That is, that is true. Just pick one. Let's eight go with squirrels. squirrels eight squirrels. With right. Little black squirrels. Not little, but black squirrels that have the tufts on their mm-hmm. ear that are kind of right. rare and you see like only like in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm going to send them out and I'm going to instruct four of them to try to kind of restrain... Uh, the one guard who's not restrained and then I'm going to direct the other four, two on each guard to try to find keys. They might not even have them on them, but potentially they do. Okay, so four are trying to restrain the unrestrained one. Yes. I'm gonna call this a cumulative grapple check because a single squirrel could not grapple a fully grown devil person. For sure. So all four of these squirrels can attempt a grapple check. All right. Let me find stats for a squirrel. Their strength is probably gonna be like a minus two at minimum. Yep, it's minus four. Minus four. So it's just a strength check. check, Just uh, or athletics if you have it. Acrobatics? Nope. Twelve. You succeed. You just see these squirrels run around the corner, and then you see, like, two of them get thrown across the room. Aww. Ah, They're chittering. Okay, so that's four of them. What are the other four doing? The other four, two are going on each guard to try to see if they have keys. All right. Have each of these... I'm just going to get. I'll give you two, a check for each with advantage, because you have two squirrels working for the same thing. Uh, I'm going to call it sleight of hand, so dex, which is probably very good for a squirrel, because I don't think an investigation is fair, but maybe it would be. Yeah, just roll dex. Sounds good. I can imagine them just their like, little paws like patting their pockets down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so one cumulative roll or two each? 
One roll with, with advantage. advantage for each. For each search. side. Okay. So they don't have sleight of hand or anything, so it'll be just straight decks. 18 for one and for the other. Also an 18. Oh, okay. Um, I set the DC at 18. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, so they crawl around. And uh, on each of these, they find... I guess it would have been slightly lower for the restrained one because it has disadvantage on dex saving throws anyway. So uh, you find each of them rolls around and around a chain and on each of these things neck tucked into their armor is a big key that seems to be dripping in the same kind of black, gross stuff. Gross. Mm-hmm. So the squirrels have keys. That is your turn, correct? Do they have them in their possession? Are they able to get the keys off of the chains with their little... Squirrel hands? Roll roll little strength checks. Strength checks? Yeah, to, to break the, the chain off. Well, you can have advantage because they're still. Advantage. 15 for one. Mm-hmm. You get one. Nope. Uh, negative one for the other. Negative one. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so one of, one of the squirrels succeeds. And we'll say that's the squirrel that is not restrained. Oh, okay. All right. End of your turn. Surely that's all you can do. Yes, I guess end you of my turn. Wild shape again if you wanted to. Alright, this is round three of restrained. The unrestrained devil, who is not grappled, is going to throw off as many squirrels as it can. It's gonna run down the hallway. And it's gonna kick down one of the two doors that it thinks you're probably hiding in. Well, I did conjure the squirrels right in the middle of the room, so they wouldn't know where I am. Because it has a very far range. Yeah, but they don't see you. They assume you're hiding. There's not too many places to hide. True. It's kicking a random door down. It might be your door. It might not be your door. They're not super smart, but they're also <laughs> not incredibly stupid. They're middling. Yeah. One through three, it's your door. Four through six, it is the other door. So three. <sighs> Boom. Turns and you hear a boot just like slam into this door. Uh, which I guess, actually, it's not kicking down the door because I established they open outward, so it said it's throwing the door open. Mm-hmm. Throws the door open. You're inside a couple feet, and it is going to swing its glaive at you. Okay. And it shouts something in a language you don't understand. It's a 15 to hit. Miss. And then it is going to step right up into you, and it's beard flings little tentacles out Very and tries gross. to sting you. Even worse. Uh, 14. So miss! Also probably miss. Yep. I dart right. out of the way. My, I feel like my hair kind of is, you know, it's so wild and cur- curly and constantly moving mm-hmm. it, like, gets in the way of the, like, Medusa beard. Mm-hmm. The other one is gonna, with disadvantage, take a swing at one squirrel with its Aww. glaive. Uh, that's a nine to hit. Miss! All right, it misses one squirrel with the glaive, and then its beard lashes out at one of the squirrels trying to uh, get the key off of its neck. Oh, one of those was a nat 20, and the other one is another four, so that's another nine to hit. Oh my gosh, both of those miss. Son of a gun. Whew! All right. Uh, the squirrels was, leave! That was round three of Restrained. Your turn. Okay. I'm going to direct the squirrels that have the key, because the guard who ran up to me is the one where the key is in the squirrel's hands. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to direct the squirrels to drop it in my, in my hand mm-hmm. and have them continue, or I'm going to wait. 
I'm going to direct the squirrels on the restrained one to try to get that key off. Mm-hmm. So a, a, a collective advantage deck save. No, strength check. Oh, strength check. To remove the key? To remove the strength key. Strength check. It's going to be a nine. Yep, not quite enough. Okay. Close. Very close, but not quite enough. Then the two squirrels that got the key off the other one, is go- they're going to run over and try the same thing. Okay. Strength this time. Strength, strength, strength. Strength. Natural 20. Okay. They pop it off. Okay. I'm going to move over to the door. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have the other squirrel drop the other key in my hand. Mm -hmm. I'm going to turn them, put them, you know, uh, uh, like nuclear code style, put them in the lock at the same time and turn them. Okay. Unless they're like super far, like 10 feet apart. No, I'd say you'd have to reach a bit, but you could do that. That's going to be your action. Opening this door. You already had to interact with objects and getting keys from. I just technically put friends. my hand out. Okay. Um, I think it's safe to say putting two keys and two separate locks and opening a door. Not just a regular door, but a, a giant ma- vault door magical that vault weighs, door. you know, probably a, a ton or two. Sounds like an action to me. That's fair. That's fair. So yeah, I will. I will click it open and then. Um, I have four more squirrels. They're just going to do what they can to, like, bite at the eyes of the uh, guard that they're currently on. Okay. 14 to hit. Yep. One piercing. 18 to hit. Yep. One piercing. 17 to hit. Mm Mm-hmm. One piercing. And another 14 to hit. Yep. Another piercing. So four piercing damage. Woohoo! Good, good job. <laughs> All right, the squirrels are uh, trying to gnaw at this this thing. Yeah, and basically the the point of this is to try to distract this guard so that it's trying to it's like focusing on these squirrels running around its head as mm-hmm. opposed to like being able to focus on me. Mm-hmm. Well, it's their turn. Last round of being restrained. Yep. The one who is restrained. Well, actually, the other one's gone first. So the one who's not restrained is gonna rush over to you okay squirrels be forgotten it's a hardened battle devil it can take a couple squirrel bites <laughs> and it's gonna uh swing at you with the glaive All first right. that'll do it's a 24 to hit that does hit so you're gonna take where are my dice oh my gosh four slashing damage Please make a constitution saving throw. Natural 20. Okay. You're fine for now. (laughs) It then steps up and lashes out with its beard. Gross. Someone's doing No Shave November. 23. That also hits. All right. You're going to take some damage. Oh, look at that. Uh, Nine points of piercing damage. And please make another constitution saving throw. Three... Four or five. That's a failure. You're poisoned. While poisoned in this way, you cannot regain hit points for a minute. Okay. You can remake the save at the end of each of your turns. The one who is restrained is going to do the same thing with disadvantage because you're right in front of this door. And at very least, it can use its glaive because it has reach. Okay. I would have. Can't get you with the beard. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. That's fair. One glaive. No. (laughs) Swings and a miss. 
but uh, as it does that, the ice crackles off of its body, and you can see it is free to move again. Okay. Your turn. Can I pull the vault door open? Yep. I do so. All right. It's open. I go in. You go in. Can I pull it shut behind me? Uh, yeah, make a strength check to make sure you can get it closed uh, before anything can get in after you. Can I have my squirrels help me? <laughs> Would they actually do anything? No. Can they go from the outside and help push it closed? Because I imagine you pull it towards yourself and I would be mm-hmm. pulling it shut, which I feel like would be more difficult. But if I have all eight of them pushing on it to try to help me. Sure. Advantage then? Sure. Eight total. Okay. Again, wasn't a high DC, uh, but that wasn't quite enough. Shoot. So you, you get it and it's starting to swing, uh, but you think these things might have a chance to slip in after you. Is that my action, I assume? Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, also, please make a concentration check. Oh, right. Please make two concentration checks, actually. DC 10. Just straight con, right? Mm-hmm. Failed one. Okay. Your squirrels poof away. All right. So I guess they wouldn't have been able to help you there, but I guess it also doesn't matter because you didn't get a shot. <laughs> yeah. uh, so your squirrels pop out of existence as you fail the concentration check. Okay. All right. It is the next round, and these two devils, both free to move, you see one of them kind of like come up to the door as it's sliding shut and attempts to slip through. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it tries to, like, stick an arm through, mm-hmm. but it cannot Ooh. get there quite in time. And you manage to get the door shut. Ooh! Nice! All right. So the door shuts behind you. You're not sure what these devils are doing on the other side. Can I lock it from the inside? Um... There's some mechanisms you think you can kind of bar it. I'd like to, to at least make it difficult-ish to open so they can't just, you know, wrench it open. Sure. Yeah, that that's fine. Okay, I do that. Mm-hmm. All right. What do I see in here? It's a dim room. There's a couple, you know, more of these torches, uh, sconces on the wall that are glowing ever so dimly, but not, not super bright. Um... It's kind of a hallway, and you can see it was subsecond off at once. And in some of the corners of these little cubicle-like things are just piles of, of what look like that kind of black, goopy stuff. You see at the end of it, there seems to be uh, like metal walls have been erected. And you can see like a, a door, two doors, actually. Um and there, they've got the classic like little bar window inset into each, so it mm. looks like there's two kind of holding cells all the way at the end. Are these are these metal bars like you can see through, or you know, like if it's just bars, you can usually see through it? Yeah. Okay. That's what I. Yeah. Okay. How would you not be able to see through? Well, you mentioned the, the doors had the little viewing window, so I wasn't sure then if it meant that the. Yeah, the door is metal. It has a little window. The window has the bars in it, okay. so you can see through the window. Oh, the window has the bars. I was yes. thinking that, like in a like a cop yeah, holding cell, the know. bars you could, could see through type of thing. <laughs> Not that I'm yeah. Superman and have extra vision. Yeah. Okay. I'd like to do a quick perception check. For what? 
uh, see if any of these goopy things are about to come alive and attack me. Okay. Natural 17 for 27. Uh, they're not moving. Okay. I would like to go to the holding cell on the left and look through the door window. Okay. I uh, go through up, up to this door and you peer through and you can see that uh, inside you don't know exactly what it is and it's all sort of in shadow so you can't make out many distinguishing marks but it looks like kind of a, a large grotesque blob that's kind of like floating that seems to be chained down to the floor what? and it uh, has a very foul stench just about it that's... and there's some more of this black stuff kind of leaking out from under the door okay I'll look through the window on the right roll a perception check natural 24 30 well, uh, you poke through Look around, and again, everything is dim in shadow. Uh, it looks largely empty, but you can make out a chain to the wall, several humanoid-looking bodies. Okay. Breathing faintly, they look That's away. good. That's good. Um, is the door locked? Do you test it? Yes. It is. Do either of the two goopy keys I have work in the lock? Do you try it? Yeah. Uh, you, you put it up, and it kind of, like, reshapes itself and fits in. And oh, that's so cool. It's open. <laughs> she'll look at them and be like I'm gonna keep a hold of these um, and so she'll step into the room and will be like don't be scared it's it's me and she wants to do a perception check to see who these humanoid figures are you don't have to do a perception check if you just like approach them yeah, I will approach them if you see four of them and they look like your family members okay Oh my gosh. Semi-conscious. Okay. Okay. She will go to each one and using this reforming goopy key, try to unlock all of them out of their chains. Uh, so you walk up to one and who, who do you go up to first? I mean, Celia. Okay. My sister. You walk up to Celia. She's chained there. She looks, you know, not great, but al- alive. Okay. And, and... You know, not too worse for wear, considering okay. the, the situation. And you pull out the goopy key, and you start trying to, you know, fiddle with these manacles. She seems vaguely aware that something's happening, but not quite all with it right okay. now. At that moment. Oh, no. No! Oh, no! The door slams shut behind you. Oh, shoot. And Celia looks at you. And your sister's face sort of... Melts off. Melts away. Oh, man. And you see just like a, a faceless, voidless, blackish blue. Kind of looks like a head made out of Play-Doh that looks up at you with, with big eyes and kind of says, Sorry about all this. Uh, roll a constitution saving throw, please. Okay. So you hear a little bit of a... Someone wasn't lucky, so 15. 15? Okay. You feel uh, some noxious fumes being pumped in here. You manage to fight it off for the time being. You have a turn. What do you do? Would it be an action to try to open the door? Uh, it would be a... It'd be like... Because this isn't a huge vault door, it'd be an interact, I think. Okay. I'll try to open the door again. Uh, roll a strength check. As you can feel, it's not opening freely. Twelve. It does not budge. I like to cast freedom of movement on myself, which okay. means that I am unable to be 
The target can spend five feet of movement to automatically escape from non-magical restraints. This is not a restraint. This is a locked door. That would be like if you were manacled. That's why it spells like knock. Okay. I guess I would know that then. <laughs> yeah. All right. I assume that all of my other family members are kind of similarly Plato-y. Uh, you glance back and they, they seem to be retaining their shape for right now. Maybe they actually are your family members. You butt. What is this cell made out of? Two of the walls are more of this like polished marbly stone and two of them are these metal dividers that seem to have been made recently. And what's the floor and ceiling? Worked stone. I'm just, I am just curious because... Nope, it's all... This is a fancy, fancy vault. It's going to be... Can I do a perception check to try to determine if this the rest of my family members are actually my family? That'll be your action. Okay. Sure. Natural 19 for 29. They're very good facsimiles. But they're facsimiles. Yeah. The fact that you saw one melt away, now you're like, ah, oh, no. Okay. I'm going to use a bonus action to wild shape and go through the window on the door. Okay. What are you wild shaping into? Oh, no. Um. So when I was in the vault, like, there were no other rooms, right? There were these two rooms, mm-hmm. and there were those cubicles. So there wouldn't really be any other place for my family to be, like, hidden in here, right? Correct. Okay. Is there, in the main vault area, would there be a crack about, like, an inch big that I could, like, fit through? To go where? Like, outside. No. This is a vault. Okay. Okay. Where is the gas coming from? It's a great question. You don't know immediately. Did you wild shape? I haven't yet. Okay. So I'm just deciding what to turn into. Mm -hmm. I, man, you know, look back at what I thought was my family and, you know, know I just need to get out of there. Mm -hmm. So I turn into a fire elemental. Okay. Can I burn the gas up? Well, I wasn't planning on having it be like methane. It's fantasy gas whose flammability <laughs> I had not considered up to this point. You did just get your PhD in chemistry, so this is an appropriate question and puzzle for I'll you to say, solve. I'll say, you have no idea what kind of gas this yeah. is. It's a gamble. It might work. It might not. Well, then I'm also going to move through the grate. Of the door? Yeah. Okay, that's fine. So? So you, you do it regardless? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll see. You turn into a fire elemental, and uh, the gas does not seem to be perturbed in, okay. in any uh, way, shape, or form. You slide through the grate. Yes. What else do you do? Anything else? Um, do I see any pipes leading into this room? Do I see literally any one-inch type of crevasse? Any one-inch type of crevasse, uh, you do not. Okay. I will move towards the vault door, and then that'll be the extent of my action. Okay. Or my turn. Make another constitution saving throw. Fifteen. So, having turned into a fire elemental, zip through, and heading towards the vault door, uh, you realize that at the very least, this has been some sort of very elaborate and probably expensive setup. Oh, yeah. Slash trap. You're welcome. 
With a 15 constitution saving throw, uh, you can feel even in your altered physiology of being made out of fire, it's doing something to you that uh, you don't particularly like, and you can kind of feel the fire condensing back into solid form, and you get shunted out of your wild shape, and you start to lose consciousness. Not, Not die. Uh, but you're very quickly losing your grasp on the real world. I'll give you like one turn, but you think in about six seconds you're going to be catching some heavy Z's. Is this a condition? Is this a gas that is evoking a condition? Mm, no. Because I have a bunch of condition immunities. I am immune to being exhausted, grappled, paralyzed, petrified, poisoned, prone, restrained, or unconscious. Nah. So it's none of this I can condition. see the skepticism on your face, and I just want to remind you of all the D&D we have played together and all of the, the goodwill I have accumulated with you as a dungeon master. PhD. As, as dungeon master PhD. I am not trying to screw you over here. I know. Okay. I was just more thinking of what I, mean, I could do. My monsters are trying to screw you over here. <laughs> I am not out to get you. I know. Okay. So I'm back in Octavius form. Really wish I hadn't turned into a fire elemental. Because I used both of my wild shape slots. So my thought is, could cast Erupting Earth and bust into the Earth. Mm-hmm. And like turn into something that can burrow and start burrowing away. But because I don't have any wild shapes, I'd have to polymorph myself, which is an action. Interrupting Earth is also an action to cast. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't have a 12 seconds. I would give you a... I could give you... If the Erupting Earth worked, and you could at least get a little bit more volume in this room, I could maybe be convinced to give you another Constitution saving throw to see if you could perform the next bit. Okay. I guess another question. There are no trees in here, right? No. Okay. Not in, like, any little pots or anything? Nope. Okay, well, let's try erupting Earth then. So I choose a point I can see on the ground within range. Mm-hmm. Fountain of churned earth and stone erupts in a twenty-foot cube. I mean, I'm not casting it on a creature, but you know, creature in the area must make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Uh, so you explode the Earth, big chunk, right in the center of this uh, vault. Hits the ceiling. Some of it kind of crumbles back into the hole. A lot of it just sprays. Everywhere. Big explosion. Okay. What do you do? Okay. I'm going to cast Polymorph on myself. Roll a constitution saving throw. As you can... You, you've bought yourself a little bit of time. Stirred up the air in here. Use my last luck point for mm-hmm. a 20. That does it. Oh my gosh. Okay. I guess I need to figure out what I turn into, huh? Yeah. Give me two seconds. I was not... This was not in my plan. So you might imagine. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, my palms are so sweaty. Again, I know I keep saying this every episode, but it is indeed the truth. Because they are. Wow, there are not a lot of creatures that can burrow. Giant badger? It's gonna turn into a giant badger. You turn into a giant badger. Clinging to consciousness. And you start burrowing. All right, so the progress is slow, and that gas is still seeping in here. 
Okay. But I will be dashing, so we'll go 20 feet. 20 feet. 20 feet. So much faster. So you start burrowing. Down, down, down. Trying to get out of this vault. So as you're burrowing further and further away from this vault basement, you hear a little ping inside your badger brain. Okay. You recognize it. It's very similar to when uh, Nordvegan sent you the location of uh, the last artifact. You recognize it as something like a sending spell. And you hear it say, My dearest Octavia, you are ever resourceful. I had hoped not to come to this, but it seems you've left me no other choice. I have your family, the real ones, and we have much to discuss. Join me at the top of this tower. You will make it alive. Or you can say goodbye to, I think, your brother starting first. Best wishes, Craig. And we'll pick up there next time. Oh my word! (laughs) Oh my god! Okay, okay. Goodness gracious. Huh. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. If you like what you heard in the last hour or so, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes or your preferred podcasting app. We just got this review from GamerDD52, and they said, Great storytelling! Love these two! Thank you so much, D... Gamer DD 52 we really appreciate it uh, we've had fun playing this game and, and telling this story so we're so glad that you've been enjoying if y'all want to get in touch with us we are active on social media both Twitter and Instagram make sure that you check us out so that you can get the scoop on our forthcoming giveaway and we will catch y'all next week